Hi everyone, Grant K here for the Flame Learning Channel. In this short video, we'll cover some of the updates to the Media Hub in the Flame 2017 product line. These small but useful enhancements should improve your usability experience with media handling in the Flame products. These enhancements are not footage specific, so you can use your own media to follow along. So go to the Media Hub and we'll discuss some of the updates compared to the previous versions of Flame. Firstly, let's start with some general Media Hub settings. In the previous version of Flame, if you changed any settings within the menus, exited Flame and returned at a later stage, the settings would always return to the defaults. So if you are working on a long-term production, you would always have to recheck your Media Hub settings to ensure media was imported correctly. In Flame 2017, the Media Hub settings are now saved on a project basis. Any settings you change, including format-specific settings, will be saved with the project. They will only update if you explicitly change them. The next improvement is what I call Valid Path Recognition. Now I'm sure lots of you click through the directories and folders through the browser window. However, there are still a fair amount of artists who prefer to type their file paths rather than click, click, click. So if you want to type a file path, you could always double-click on the breadcrumb hints and an editable file path would appear. You can go ahead and type in the exact location. This is not new to Flame. However, what is different is that Flame now scans the file path for errors after you press Enter. For example, if you typed in a file path and you made a mistake in the directory structure, like a spelling mistake for instance, when you press Enter, Flame will now navigate up to the last valid directory. So you can pick up from this point and carry on navigating the directories. In previous versions of Flame, if you had made even the slightest error in the directory path, the entire path would need to be retyped again. Whereas now, Flame will navigate to the last correct directory in your file system. This does save a bit of time and a bit of typing. Now let's look at a very specific type of improvement when it comes to importing audio files. Switch to the format specific menu and choose the audio file. Ensure you are looking at the audio metadata options. Remember that if you had selected audio in the Media Hub browser, the audio file options would appear in the format specific options automatically. Making its return with the Flame 2017 products, you can now define a specific frame rate to an audio source. In previous versions of the Flame products, the frame rate for audio only sources were dictated by the project's frame rate. So if your project was 23.976 frames per second, all your audio would have that frame rate. You can still keep the same behaviour by leaving the timecode selection as None or Project. But if you choose Select Rate, you can manually choose what frame rate the audio should run at. This will help you immensely by setting the correct frame rate for your media and avoiding unnecessary audio time warps. The final set of Media Hub updates can be found in the export window. I'll select this sequence clip and drag it into the browser to perform an export. Now when it comes to exporting sequences, you might need to cater for a variety of workflows. For example, 
you want to publish out the sequence for grading in another system or even perform shot distribution for VFX work. So you would choose a sequence publish and select a preset that would be applicable to your workflow. One very useful update is that the frame handles can now be included as part of the export for all types of publishing. It used to only be available for source publishing without VFX work. If you published with VFX in the past, everything would get flattened out and no handles would be available. However, now you can specify handles for every shot in the sequence including the segments with timeline effects and batch effects. So if you need to trim out or adjust transitions between finished shots, you can now have the media handles to do so. This works in conjunction with a new preference setting that is found in the Timeline Preferences under the Rendering subheader. This allows you to include or exclude handles as part of your renders with various effects on your segments. Infinity Handles allows you to set a specific number of frame handles which will be included with every render including virtual segments. The only minor point to take into account is that because you are rendering more frames, your render times may slightly increase. But that is nothing to be concerned about as long as you remember to consolidate your handles beforehand to avoid unnecessary long render times. Now let's return back to the export window in the Media Hub. So in the Sequence options of the Sequence Publish, you can also choose to include frame handles. If the timeline preference was not enabled or you rendered too few handles while working in the sequence, this option will create any extra handles needed for the Sequence Publish. This ensures you have enough media for the publish as well as a bit of extra for flexibility. Finally, a few new tokens have been added to the token naming system to give you more choice with naming conventions. I'll switch to the clip options and enable Create Clip Data. As a reminder, you would use the clip options when using the Open Clip workflow and versioning. If you expand any of the Add Token pull-down menus, you will see a range of naming tokens you could use. The new additions include Source Name, Background Index, Background Name and Background Shot Name. Just as a brief reference, the background tokens typically refer to the metadata properties of each segment on Layer 1 in a sequence. Finally at the bottom of the list, you will see Source Version Name and Source Version ID. The Source Version Name derives the current Source Version Name from the open clip when generating the content. Similarly, the source version ID will use the current version number of the open clip as part of the naming token so that you can identify what version number was used in a particular segment in the sequence. These new tokens alongside all the others will certainly help you customize and adequately name all your generated content for the sequence publish. So that concludes the video on the Media Hub updates. But please check the release notes for new format support and other additional Media Hub functionality that may not have been covered in this video. Please be sure to check out the other videos covering the other features, workflows and updates to the Flame 2017 products. Comments, feedback and suggestions are always welcome and appreciated. Thank you for watching and please subscribe to the Flame Learning Channel for future videos.